welcome to Eruption, where we talk about music, music news, music stuff, and anything else that comes up. Hey, yo. How's it going? Good. After you punched my flower and <laughs> slurped on your coffee. Oh, no. and I had to get ready. I had to prepare yeah, myself. recorded only yourself the <laughs> yeah. last three or four times. I, mean, I know it's important. We're here. It only took us an hour to get ready. <laughs> get this going. You're trying to fire yourself. Oh, That's fine. Man. So we got, some, we got some updates to talk about. Yep. Updates on updates. Per use, yeah, lots yeah. of fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, first, first, I think we should, uh, when we were talking about sponsored songs on Spotify, Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a screenshot. Yes. It actually puts the song at the top of the list with a banner ad that says sponsored. So it's pretty clear okay. that it's a sponsored song. So no payola. No, no, no. So that's, that's okay. That's pretty cool. Good. I mean, whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. So Kesha's back. What? She got this new music video. It is intense. It is so good. It is so good. I was talking to my friend Bobby and I was like, girl, look at this video. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. is super cool. And we just sat there in awe and watched it. It is just as like cool visually. Oh yeah. As the content. And I was super happy that she's kind of over this white girl rapping. Yes. She's like actually belting out and singing. So it seems genuine and real. Yeah. Well, I've seen Kesha before and... Like live, she sings. Nice. So it was, it was cool for me to have her actually put out a song where she sings. Right. And not to mention, if you guys haven't heard it, it's pretty obvious that it's all about Dr. Luke sort of holding her back. And when she comes to this moment of, you know what? Fuck that. Yep. I'm going to be me and you're not going to hold me back. Right. Yeah. She said it was um, like about having empathy for the people who did you wrong. Yeah. You kind of get to this point where you're over the anger and the self-pity, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to be okay. I really hope you're going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah, when I think she probably had to get to that point before she was ready to put music out again. Yeah. Um, and now Dr. Luke did release a statement. Of course. After the song. And there is a, there's an accompanying album, too. So the song's called Praying. The new album's called Rainbow. Um, Which is wonderful. Right. So Dr. Luke said there was no change in Kesha's contractual recording obligations. She has not succeeded on any legal claim or motion to avoid them. Instead, she was always free to record and refused to. Now, as legally required all along, the album was released with Dr. Luke's approval by Kimosabi, which is a joint venture of Dr. Luke and Sony. So basically he said... He said, don't get all crazy. Mm-hmm. She could have d- done her thing all along. She just didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Now here she is releasing her shit on my label, which I'm still making money off of. Yep, exactly. And after this album is released, she still has two to go on Kimosabi. That's all right. I'm, I mean, I'm sure he has to approve it. Like he says, um, I would just put out some bullshit ass album. Remember when, um, Joy Wave put out an album and it was all the same song yep. over and over and over again. <laughs> it was, what, Destruction or yep. something yeah. like that? Every track was the yeah, same, same song. same song over and over. I would try to slip some shit like that through that was just like right. her talking shit or just some bullshit just to get through those like contracts. Yeah, well, and I think the reason probably that she hasn't is because there's been so much attention on her with the, the media storm that's come with the, the trial. Yeah. But also because he is approving the releases. So he's probably right. not going to let her put out some bullshit just to get out of the contract because he wants that money. Yeah, labels definitely keep you on a, a short leash. Yeah. Thinking back to when we first started talking about all this, I was not a big fan of Kesha. You introduced me to some of mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. fun music of yes. hers. Um, but I was always like, whatever. But... 
I don't know. I don't like, I've become a fan because of, uh, I've got to learn more about her as a person through all of this and how she handled this ordeal. Yeah. Now she didn't just sweep it under the rug or take it in stride or just do sort of let, let it get her down and quit. Right. Well, yeah, I think it's like when, um, you know, back when we first started talking about this, we talked about, um, like, can you separate the artist from the person? Like, if the, yeah. the, the music that you're listening to is created by, like, a terrible human being, can you still accept that as being good music? Or can you still enjoy the music? And I think this is the opposite. Where right. it's like, it's not necessarily the music that's your thing, but because she's been so strong and so personable through all of this and so, like, open and honest, right? you can't help but to love her. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the album to come out, and I really hope she tours. I mean, I feel like she has to. Well, duh. But yeah. With that rainbow fringe jacket yes. she was rocking. Oh, my God. Uh, Do yourself a favor and Google <laughs> Kesha in a rainbow fringe jacket, because it's beautiful. <sighs> we need to Google where we can find one. Right. That's for sure. That's, yeah. I mean, I got some yarn and a hot glue gun. We could do this. Totes. You got that bedazzler <laughs> yes. for Christmas from you. Yeah. No, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I, thanks to Stacy, I have a hot glue gun that I have never opened. Perfect. She's like, for Christmas, you're probably going to need this one day. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and send this to you. Yes. This is why. Yes. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> yep. So speaking of albums that are coming out. Yeah. What came out a couple weeks ago? Jay-Z. Yep. Was it 444? Yeah, 444. Is there a significance behind that? Um, when I was little, when all the numbers on the clock were the same, you would make a wish and it would come true. That's just eleven, eleven. I think I think you can spread that to any of them. Mm. It's a bit far fetched. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's like you... throwing a penny in like a pond. They can only go in fountains and what make if, wishes. What if the pond has one of those like sprayer things in it to like keep the water moving so it doesn't become stagnant and smell like balls? No. Okay. Fountain. All right. So then I don't know what the significance of the album is. Apparently. I honestly, I listened to a little bit of it. I just mm-hmm. wasn't feeling that mood. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to two. Yeah. Uh, it's, so what Jay-Z did, it, it came out two weeks ago, and he, you know, he owns Tidal, so he's like, exclusively Tidal only. Yep. Only going to put out my album here, and that's it. And just like Kanye... Yep. A week later, he was like, Haha, just kidding. Everybody can have it. Right. During that week, before it was released to everybody, he did an exclusive music video for the life of, o- I'm sorry, the story of OJ. Quite interesting. Right. A lot of imagery. Yep. And word. Wordery. Wordery. Yep. <laughs> Good old wordery. <laughs> them words in the wordery. <laughs> Uh, which was pretty cool. But then a few days later, it was released everywhere. Yeah. And you think he would have learned his lesson with Kanye's album? Well, I mean, yeah. And it, well, in conjunction, so slightly different from Kanye's album, in conjunction with just having it be a title exclusive, mm-hmm. uh, it was also free for Sprint customers. Yeah, it was super weird. Yeah, and I think it was just Sprint customers with specific devices. Yep. Um, like it had to be Samsung, yeah, so and very, Sprint, very and or already of, a title customer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, very reminiscent of that U two album that everybody got on their iPhone. Just appeared. Yep. And everyone's like, "Wah, get this off my phone! Yeah. Where did it come from?" But yeah, and because of that, someone's hacked my phone. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's this shirtless man in here. Get him out now. 
I feel like. But yeah, because of that and the way that it was released, it's actually not going to be on the Billboard charts for the first few weeks that it's out because you can't count that. Right. Um, Billboard's like, hey, you guys, act, you put this on right. devices and made it very specific yeah. for certain people. That's not a fair count. Right. Also, um, just like when Kanye's album came out, Tidal is not really the best at reporting their streaming numbers. No. Nope. Um, I personally feel like that's probably to hide low numbers. Yeah. Uh, as far they... <laughs> as streaming services go, they have the, the smallest number of subscribers. Right. Um, I felt like, you know, they, they thought all along this would be their their niche, right? They've got Kanye, Jay-Z, Beyonce, these big players in the game. They're like, we all own this. We're going to put out our music and you're going to want to have it. So you're going to have to subscribe. And they said they got 1.3 million new subscribers. I don't buy it. Yeah. But I that's mean, just what they report. There are right. no actual facts to back any of this. Just like they said it went platinum, no facts to back that. Right. Uh, also, are those subscribers going to stick around after their free trial period or their discounted no. trial period? No, because most of the um, ways that people listen to the album, they pirated it. Yeah. Like Pirate Bay and all of these other websites, their numbers went through the roof. And that's that's the game that I think you have to play with releases now, especially when you're fucking with exclusives on streaming services. Yeah, is really what you're doing is you're you're upping the number of of people who are going to go and find it places where they're not paying for it. Yep. Um, very similar when Adele put out was it twenty five or twenty three or something? 20, yeah, the yeah. last one. Um, that you could only purchase it. You couldn't mm-hmm. stream it anywhere. You could just buy a CD or download. Uh, it was pirated a lot more than other albums that were available on these paid streaming services. Because I think a lot of people feel like I spend, you know, 10 or 15 bucks a month for the streaming service. I want to have all of the content that I want for and that And I shouldn't price. have to p- purchase music outside of this. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I feel the same way. I mean... I, w- I personally wouldn't go and pirate it, but we have pretty strong, right? Pretty strong ethics when it comes to, yeah, yeah, uh, getting our purchase music content, from, yeah, right. Like I know when uh, Prince passed, I definitely bought a pretty large album. Yeah, to I had some yeah. hits, but oh, yeah. I wasn't gonna. Uh. And honestly, the on kind of going down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. with Prince's videos showing up on YouTube again and stuff since he's passed, like it kind of bums me out. Because even yeah. though it wasn't a stance that I agreed with, that was a stance that he took as an artist. Oh, yeah. And it's real fucked up that now he's not around to Fight conti- that. Yeah, continue that, that the estate is doing that. Yep. But uh, speaking of fucked up shit, and... Um, Kanye and Jay-Z. Yeah. Yep. So they might be breaking up. That, that was his, that was Kanye's yeah. first love. Right. They, he, they have he written, brought him up. They have written love songs about each other. He made a hoe a housewife. That's right. He did. Yeah. Um, so with that, um, what the fuck was the name of that? The, uh, the Pablo. The Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo. The Life of Pablo. Mm. With the Life of Pablo, when it was title exclusive. a title exclusive, um, there is some, there's a dispute as far as... Like, royalties are concerned, right? Yeah. Isn't Kanye saying, like, bitch, you owe me money from yeah. that? Like, he hasn't gotten royalties from it yet? Right. Kanye is saying that Title owes him 
a substantial amount of money mm. in royalties, and the amount is being disputed. Yeah. Uh, title. So basically, Kanye is like, I want my money. I'm not going to provide you with any more content until you give me the money that I was promised. Right. Uh, and and Kanye is a partner in Title. Yep. Uh, title is saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. You promised us exclusive video content to go with the release of this album. You didn't keep the album exclusive to title for as long as the original agreement, and you didn't provide us with those videos. So give us the videos, and we'll give you your money. So they're in this standoff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's also word that maybe Kanye's trying to get out of title because of this. I mean, I would. Yeah. But how much control does he have? If he's part owner, he's kind of like fighting himself. Right. Um, And he's... There's... I think 17 or 18 stakeholders, like major okay. shareholders in it total. Okay. But I don't know... Like what his... Yeah, what their actual like day-to-day percent. participation yeah. in, in like operations and stuff are. That makes sense. Uh, according to both Kanye and Jay-Z, they are still brothers. Okay. I'm making air quotes, brothers. Yep. I like um, air quotes. But we'll see what happens once this plays out in court. Because Kanye is now suing yeah. Title. Kanye suing Title. Con- er, uh, title counter suing ta- Kanye. So Kanye suing part of Kanye, mm-hmm. and part of Kanye is suing Kanye. Mm-hmm. Which is the most Kanye thing that, ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. This is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. Right. At all. So we'll see. Uh, we'll how see. this plays out. Yeah, how yeah. it plays out. Neither um, Kanye or Title has confirmed whether or not they're actually splitting up. Okay. But the lawsuit has been filed. <laughs> In addition to that, as we as we just kind of go down the list of fucked up streaming service issues. Yeah. The news broke like last week or the week before about uh Spotify using fake artists. Right. And this What's this about? This is genius. So, this is actually when I was doing research for this, it's actually been an issue since like iTunes first became popular and we were downloading um, songs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So basically it it started as just um, like a a clever ruse that individuals were doing. So it's pretty easy to get music onto iTunes. You use a digital distribution service, Mm -hmm. you pay a fee, they push the the content to iTunes. True, yeah. So what these people were doing is they would cover a song or create a song that was very similar to a popular song, and then change the name just enough so that if people accidentally put the wrong search terms in, they would show up. So, like, uh. for instance, instead of being, you know, Royals by Lord, yeah. it would be like, We Can Never Be Royals. Okay. So that if you didn't Tricky. know the title, or yeah. if, like, the title was different from the hook or whatever, and you were searching that, yeah. you would get that and you would download it. What Spotify is doing... And and uh, Spotify is denying that they're actually having a part in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is they're placing these fake artists or these knockoff artists in their curated, highly subscribed to playlists. <laughs> so the assumption is that those quote-unquote fake artists or uh, cover artists or whatever you want to call them have a lower royalty agreement with Spotify. So these playlists that have millions of subscribers that they know are going to have high number of plays with high number of royalty payouts... They don't have to pay them as much. Right. Shit. Yeah. But wait, wouldn't you know the difference? Like, 
if I was searching for that song, I knew Lord sang it, it came up with a different name of the artist. If you knew Lord sang it, yes. If you just discovered the song because uh, it's the playlist that you're subscribed to. That's true. No. Or if you heard someone talking about it or okay. you, you know, heard it in the background to a video online or on the radio, like you really wouldn't have any way of knowing. And and Spotify said that that they have um not and have never created fake artists. Uh it's just categorically untrue, full stop. But What's interesting, um, there's an article on Music Business Worldwide mm-hmm. that lists 50 different artists in 50 different Spotify cur- curated playlists that are pseudonyms for other artists or are not, they're not the actual person who wrote or, or popularized that particular song. I read that they're doing it not necessarily with pop music, but with very generic music, like um, a piano riff from like a Zen playlist or something right. where like you wouldn't necessarily know who that artist was anyway. That's super clever. Or you wouldn't give a shit because yeah. it's a composition right. and it's someone playing it. So it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. No. And what's funny about that. So one of the jobs that I had when I was working in a studio was that, um, I would do publishing pieces, so like Muzak versions of songs. Oh, yeah. There is a lot of money in that. Um, like, it's incredibly inexpensive to produce, but you still have like the you same have to pay the, the same artists, rights right? management. Yeah. So like, if I create like a, a Muzak version, like an elevator music version of a hit song, I have to pay for. Limited rights. I have to play for the, uh, what, like, mechanical and, um, like, the rights to the the song and the lyrics, correct? Mm -hmm. But then when someone streams that, yeah, the the person who write it is going to get, like, their cut of it, but the majority of it's You get the performance rights to that. Or royalties for that. Yeah. And if if you're smart enough to catch a song before it gets popular, you could conceivably negotiate a deal where you get the rights without having to pay residuals on the back end. And speaking of music we have on our phones, because we played that fun game last week, the Shameless Shuffle. Oh, there was, there was some shame. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure I'll be a little more embarrassed about is my roommate likes to play my Apple Music from the Apple TV. Yes. She just hits shuffle and walks nice. away. I'm like, ooh. Right. That's risky business. That's all right, girl. You know what you're getting into, though. Right. It's like a, it's like Russian roulette with music. Oof. Except no one dies. Yeah, also true. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. death is not involved. Just a little part of you. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're going through each other's music, we noticed that the ones that we felt were the most embarrassing were kind of like cheesy pop songs. Yeah, yeah, like top 40, commercially popular. Like At one, some point wonders. in time. Yeah, yeah. Yours were like 90s popular right. or something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah, there were some sad ones in there. Yeah. But um, I don't know, like, why is it that we would feel embarrassed about pop music? Right, yeah, like, is it any less viable of an art form than, you know, something like Bjork or Keaton Henson or... Right. For me, it all comes from, like, if other people like it, I tend to not like it. It, it. You know, it's like with artists that we started talking about when we did the blog prior to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sam Smith and Jess Glynn and all these people were yeah. so excited about. Uh, and then when everyone else jumped on the bag wa- wagon, we jumped off. Right. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. I think for me, it's more that like it's um, like it's really hard for like in my head me to uh, like wrap my head around art as product. Yeah. And, like, I know that, like, regardless of who it comes from, like, the way that I'm consuming it is exactly the same. Right. Like, they're still making money off of this, you know, and to a certain extent, there is, um, like, even on, you know, the weirdest, most avant-garde artists, you know, there's a marketing strategy and there's a, an end goal to make money off of this product. Right. Regardless of what it sounds like. Right. Um, I just feel like it's more in your face with pop music. I feel like it's manufactured to be that way. Right. Not that someone has this, I don't know. Yeah, but does that idea to like, but does that make it like, does that make it mean less though? You know, like I'm sure, I'm sure that there's someone out there who's had their life saved by a Britney Spears song. I'm sure you have. Not Britney Spears. No, I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> you did. That was, yeah. was an awkwardly long pause with very shifty eyes. But no, I mean, like, or, or a, you know, a Backstreet Boys song or an Instinct song or, or whatever, you know. I just don't have these kinds of people in my life. Right. No, I mean, I am, I am personally unaware of them, but I'm sure that they exist. Because, like, even though it kind is... Kind of like unicorns. Yeah, exactly okay. like a unicorn. All right. Like, even though it's this you know, commercial product, it still has value to someone. No? Maybe. Like, the value that I see from it is it being, like, mindless entertainment. Like, uh, we were talking about television shows and Mm. movies, just having them on and playing in the background or putting on something because you want to take your mind off of other things. Right. Not that you have this deep connection to the lyrics and the songwriting ability and, and the composition of the music just really touches your soul. Yeah. I mean, that is how I feel about Chumbawamba. You're such a liar. (laughs) You're so full of shit. (laughs) You're the worst. (laughs) I just, I don't think that like, I think that there's a certain amount of elitism that comes with Oh, totally. Yeah. Like being really into music and having music be like a passion point for you that, you you kind of poo poo the you what <laughs> you you poo poo you, you poo poo it. <laughs> <laughs> you what? Oh, look at your face is fucking killing me. <laughs> poo poo. You can't even say like, is that what? Poo poo. Poo poo. You know me. You talk shit on. Okay, that's better. Sorry. Terms I understand. You talk shit on music that's commercially popular. Yeah. Um. And I and I think that. I don't know. I think that's shitty. (laughs) No pun intended. No pun intended. (laughs) Or was there? No poo poo intended. (laughs) Oh my god! Terrible. (laughs) I don't know. I guess it is in some fashion, but I don't. Just don't. I don't necessarily connect with these pop artists so I don't really see them going into like this song was really about this and really touched me here it was more like yeah this songwriter wrote it yeah and so I was gonna say they, they don't write most wa- of their songs right and they wanted me to perform this and so I did and this is what I changed on it and this is what it sounds like yeah but I'd say like Taylor Swift is one of the only pop artists who writes her own music but she didn't start out as a pop artist right 
Well, but like there, we we have a different view on that when we like look at music that wasn't created during our like time or, or our generation. Okay. Like when you look at like the Phil Spector stuff or like like the Beach Boys stuff. Like mm-hmm. Brian Wilson was a genius at writing perfect pop songs. Right. And like yes, things got kind of experimental like later on in their career, but people still look at like early Beach Boys records as like a litmus for, you know, good pop music. Mm-hmm. And like that music means a lot to people. People still go and see like I've seen Brian Wilson just a couple of years ago in concert. Like just because of that. So like it's weird to me that like we can look back at like Songs written by there was literally a songwriter's row in New York where it was just fucking buildings full of people churning out songs with the goal of them becoming commercially successful, and we think of that as being classic music now just because it's old. Right. You know, is our is is Jalen gonna think of like the Backstreet Boys as being like the Four Tops? Gross. But yeah, good point. I mean, I've raised him better, so I would hope that, like, I'm, like, trying to agree with you because I'm your friend, and I right. don't want to have a fight right now. I understand. You don't I bring understand. my kid into this yeah. scenario because I'm a damn good parent, especially when it comes to music. That's true, except um, there was an Avicii period. Cal- yeah, he likes Calvin Harris. Yeah. He still does. He just got on the Carly Rae Jepsen. That's fine. She is a fucking treasure. Okay. You listen to Call Me Maybe every single time you get in the car on repeat to and from Grandma's house. You got to get him on a motion. It's a, it I is. tried. I cannot change the song. Uh, He's stuck on oh song, man. not artist. He doesn't oh, necessarily yeah. appreciate mm. an artist. He's in that single mode. Right. That's how you are when you're, in a, you're a kid, right? Yeah. I tried to play him a music video last night. He said, is this over yet? I was like, <laughs> your attention span... You're so used to, like, GIFs and watching Vines and short YouTube clips where you can't even sit through a a three-and-a-half-minute music video. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah. The times, they are a-changing. Yeah. I mean, I I still think lyric videos are real weird. Oh, yeah. That's true. Unless you really want to know a lyric. That's... I... Yeah, I don't... But do I think it's art? I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't like all art, right? Like, art is is very subjective. It's like a... It's like the Thomas Kincaid. Ugh. Yeah. So it's like, like there are people that really feel that shit and want to spend lots of money on it and hang it in their house and be proud of it. Like, I want to feel like a damp sidewalk at about 7.30 p.m. in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, they're gonna With hanging flower pots in my row home. Right. Yeah, they're okay. gonna they're gonna put the money and the time into that shit because that's what, like that's their thing. You or know? and what's her last name? And Geds or the the putting the babies in. Things. Oh yeah 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 the babies in bowls. Babies in bowls and baskets. Like watermelons. Other things that start with the letter B. Yeah and. Basketballs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, bags. With bows. With bows. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Batons. I don't know. Just babies scrunched up. Naked babies scrunched up into household items. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, I don't, I, 
I'm yeah, with that. not my thing. No, that's that's right along the plane of kitten calendars. I can get down with some okay, kitten yeah, calendars. Okay, yeah, I do like yeah. kitten calendars, yeah. Yep. Just hang in there, Talia. <laughs> Help. Help. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you want more, who wouldn't, right? Check us out on all of the social medias. That's right. You can find us on Twitter at Eruption, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Eruption, or on our homepage, Eruption.